Shalom and good morning. Welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the entire Bible each year, following the weekly Torah portions, as well as reading from other sections of scripture. My name is Karen and I am your reader today. Today is Thursday, June 8th. It is also the 19th of Sivan and the Hebrew calendar. Our Torah portion that we are reading through this week is Beha'alotecha, which means when you set up. And our reading for today is the fifth reading for the week, coming from Numbers, our Mabin Tabao, chapter 10, verses 11 through 34. Before we begin, though, let's take a moment together and bless God and thank Him for His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Now in the second year, in the second month, on the twentieth day of the month, the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle of the covenant. The sons of Israel went forward on their journey out of the wilderness of Sinai, and the clouds stayed in the wilderness of Paran. They first went forward according to the command of the Lord by Moshe. First the standard of the camp of the children of Yehuda went forward according to their armies. Nashon the son of Aminadav was over his army. Nataniel the son of Zuar was over the army of the tribe of the children of Issachar. Eliab, the son of Hilon, was over the army of the tribe of the children of Zebulun. Then the tabernacle was taken down, and the sons of Gershon and the sons of Merai, who bore the tabernacle, went forward. And the standard of the camp of Reuven went forward, according to their armies. Elizor, the son of Shidor, was over his army. The son of Zishadai was over the army of the tribe of the children of Shimon. Elisach, the son of Deuel, was over the army of the tribe of the children of God. The Kohathites set forward, bearing the sanctuary. The others set up the tabernacle before they arrived. The standard of the camp of the children of Ephraim set forward according to their armies. Elishama, the son of Amihud, was over his army. Gamaliel, the son of Parasur, was over the army of the tribe of the children of Manashe. Abidan, the son of Gideonai, was over the army of the tribe of the children of Benjamin. The standard of the camp of the children of Dan, which was the rear guard of all the camps, set forward according to their armies. Ahizeh, the son of Amishadai, was over his army. Pagiel, the son of Achin, was over the army of the tribe of the children of Asher. Ahira, the son of Inan, was over the army of the tribe of the children of Naphtali. Thus were the travels of the sons of Israel according to their armies, and they went forward. Moshe said to Hovah, the son of Weul, the Midianite, Moshe's father-in-law, We are journeying to the place of which the Lord said, I will give it to you. Come with us, and we will treat you well, for the Lord has spoken good concerning Israel. 
But he said to him, I will not go, but I will depart to my own land and to my own relatives. And he said, Do not leave us, please, because you know how we are to encamp in the wilderness, and you can be our eyes. It shall be, if you go with us, yes, it shall be, that whatever good the Lord does to us, he will do the same to you. They set forward from the mount of the Lord three days' journey. The ark of the covenant of the Lord went before them three days' journey, to seek out a resting place for them. The cloud of the Lord was over them by day. When they set forward from the camp, that was Numbers, or Bummy the Bow, chapter 10, verses 11 through 34. And to our reading from the prophets, we will continue reading in Yomiahu, chapter 30. The word that came to Yomiahu from the Lord, saying, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Write all the words that I have spoken in a book. For behold, the days come, says the Lord, that I will reverse the captivity of my people Israel and Yehuda, says the Lord. I will cause them to return to the land that I gave to their fathers, and they will possess it. These are the words that the Lord spoke concerning Israel and concerning Yehuda. For this is what the Lord says, We have heard a voice of trembling, a voice of fear and not of peace. Ask now and see whether a man travails with child. Why do I see every man with his hands on his waist, as a woman in travail, and all faces are turned pale? Woe for that day is great, so that none is like it. And it is the time of Yaakov's trouble, but he will be saved out of it. For it shall come to pass on that day, says Adonai Tzevaot, that I will break his yoke from off your neck, and will burst your bonds. Strangers will no more make them their bondservants, but they will serve the Lord their God, and David their king, whom I will raise up to them. Therefore do not be afraid, O Yaakov, my servant, says the Lord. Do not be dismayed, O Israel. For behold, I will save you from afar, and save your offspring from the land of their captivity. Yaakov will return and will be quiet and at ease. No one will make him afraid. For I am with you, says the Lord, to save you. For I will make a full end of all the nations that I have scattered you. But I will not make a full end of you. But I will correct you in a measure, and will in no way leave you unpunished. For this is what the Lord says, Your hurt is incurable. Your wound is grievous. There is no one to plead your cause, that you may be bound up. You have no healing medicines. All your lovers have forgotten you. They do not seek you. For I have wounded you with the wounds of an enemy, with the chastisement of a cruel one. For the greatness of your iniquity, because your sins were increased. Why do you cry over your iniquity? Your pain is incurable. For the greatness of your iniquity, because your sins have increased, I have done these things to you. Therefore all those who devour you will be devoured. All your adversaries, every one of them, will go into captivity. Those who plunder you will be plundered. I will make all who prey on you become prey. For I will restore health to you, and I will heal you of your wounds, says the Lord. Because they have called you outcast, saying, 
It is the own whom no man seeks after. This is what the Lord says. Behold, I will reverse the captivity of Yaakov's tents and have compassion on his dwelling places. The city will be built on its own hill and the palace will be inhabited in its own place. Thanksgiving will proceed out of them with the voice of those who make merry. I will multiply them and they will not be few. I will also glorify them and they will not be small. Their children also will be as before and their congregation will be established before me. I will punish all who oppress them. Their prince will be one of them and their ruler will proceed from among them. I will cause him to draw near and he will approach me. For who is he that has pledged his heart to come close to me, says the Lord? You shall be my people, and I will be your God. Behold the storm of the Lord, his wrath has gone out, a sweeping storm, it will burst on the head of the wicked. The fierce anger of the Lord will not return until he has accomplished, and until he has performed the intentions of his heart, in the end of days you will understand it. At that time, says the Lord, I will be the Elohim of all the families of Israel, and they will be my people. That was Jeremiah, or Yamiahu, chapter 30. Now to our reading from the writings, we'll be reading from Daniel, chapter 6. So Darius the Mede received the kingdom when he was about 62 years old. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 local governors to be over the entire kingdom, and over them three administrators, of whom Daniel was one, that these local governors may give account to them, and that the king should suffer no loss. Then Daniel became distinguished over the administrators and local governors, because an excellent spirit was on him, and the king thought to set him over the whole realm. Then the administrators and the local governors sought to find occasions against Daniel as touching the kingdom, but they could find no occasion or fault because he was faithful. There was not any error or fault found in him. Then these men said, We will not find any occasion against this Daniel unless we find it against him concerning the law of his God. Then these administrators and local governors assembled together to the king and said to him, King Darius, live forever. All the administrators of the kingdom, the deputies and the local governors, the counselors and the governors have consulted together to establish a royal statute and make a strong decree that whoever asks a petition of any god or man for thirty days except you, O king, he shall be cast into the den of lions. Now, O king, establish the decree and sign the writing that it not be changed according to the law of Medes and Persians, which does not alter. Therefore King Darius signed the writing and the decree. When Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house, now his windows were open in his room towards Jerusalem, and he kneeled on his knees three times a day, and prayed, and gave thanks before his God as he did before. Then these men assembled together and found Daniel making petition and supplication before his God. 
Then they came near and spoke before the king concerning the king's decree. Have you not signed a decree that every man who makes a petition to any god or man within thirty days, except to you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions? The king answered and said, This thing is true, according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which does not alter. Then they asked and said before the king, That Daniel, who is of the children of the captivity of Yehuda, pays no attention to you, O king, nor the decree that you have signed, but makes his petition three times a day. And the king, when he heard these words, was very displeased, and set his heart on Daniel to deliver him, and he labored till the going down of the sun to rescue him. Then these men assembled together to the king, and said to the king, Know, O king, that it is a law of the Medes and Persians, that no decree nor statute which the king establishes may be changed. Then the king commanded, and they brought Daniel, and cast him into the den of lions. The king spoke and said to Daniel, Your God, whom you serve continually, he will deliver you. A stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet, and with the signet of his lord's, that nothing might be changed concerning Daniel. Then the king went to his palace and passed the night fasting. No diversions were brought before him, and his sleep fled from him. Then the king arose very early in the morning, and went in haste to the den of lions. When he came near to the den to Daniel, he cried with a troubled voice. The king spoke and said to Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, is your God, whom you serve continually, able to deliver you from the lions? Then Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. My God has sent his angel and has shut the lion's mouth, and they have not heard me, because as before him innocence was found in me, and also before you, O king, I have done no harm. Then the king was exceedingly glad and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no kind of harm was found on him, because he had trusted in his God. And the king commanded, and they brought these men who had accused Daniel, and they cast them into the den of lions, them, their children, and their wives. And the lions mauled them and broke all their bones to pieces before they came to the bottom of the den. Then King Darius wrote to all the peoples, nations, and tongues who dwell on the earth, Peace be multiplied to you. I make a decree that in all the dominion of my kingdom, men tremble and fear before the God of Daniel, for he is the living God and steadfast forever. His kingdom is that which will not be destroyed, and his dominion will be even to the end. He delivers and rescues. He works signs and wonders in heaven and in earth, who has delivered Daniel from the power of the lions. So this Daniel prospered in the reign of Darius, and in the reign of Cyrus the Persian. That was Daniel chapter 6. And now to our final reading from the Apostles. We will be reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Now concerning spiritual things, brothers, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that when you were Gentiles, you were led away to those mute idols, However, you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no man speaking by the Ruach Elohim says, Yeshua is accursed, and no one can say Yeshua is Lord, 
except in the Ruach HaKodesh. Now there are various kinds of gifts, but the same Ruach. And there are various kinds of service, and the same Lord. And there are various kinds of workings, but the same Elohim, which gives all things in all. But to each one is given the manifestation of the Ruach for the profit of all. For to one is given through the Ruach the word of wisdom, and to another the word of knowledge, according to the same Ruach. To another faith by the same Ruach, and to another gifts of the healing, and to another gifts of healing by the same Ruach, and to another working of miracles, and to another prophecy, and to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But the one and the same Ruach produces all these, distributing to each one separately as he desires. For as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, being many, are one body, so also is Messiah. For in one Ruach we were all immersed into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether bond or free, and we are all given to drink into one Ruach. For the body is not one member, but many. If the foot would say, Because I am not the hand, I am not part of the body, is it therefore not part of the body? And if the ear would say, Because I am not the eye, I am not part of the body, is it therefore not part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole were hearing, where would the smelling be? But now God has set the members, each one of them, in the body, just as he desired. And if they were all one member, where would the body be? But now there are many members, but one body. And the eye cannot tell the hand, I have no need of you. Or again, the head to the feet, I have no need for you. No, much rather, those members of the body, which seem to be weaker, are necessary. And those parts of the body, which we think to be less honorable, on those we bestow more abundant honor, and our unpresentable parts have more abundant propriety, whereas our presentable parts have no such need. But Elohim composed the body together, giving more abundant honor to the inferior parts, that there should be no division in the body, but that the members should have the same care for one another. When one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. When one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now you are the body of Messiah, and members individually. And God has set some to the assembly, first emissaries, second prophets, third teachers, then miracle workers, then gifts of healings, help, governments, and various kinds of tongues. Are all emissaries? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Are all miracle workers? Do all have the gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? But earnestly desire the best gifts. Moreover, I show a most excellent way to you. That was 1 Corinthians chapter 12. That concludes our readings for today. However, if you're reading through the apostolic writings twice this year you will also read from mark 13 
Well, thank you everyone for tuning in today and may you have a continued blessed week and day. Until next time, this is Karen with Daily Bread for Busy Moms, wishing you shalom from the Golan Heights. Thank you.